everybody. Hope you're doing well. It is Saturday, March 12th at 8 p.m. A few hours ago, Purdue handled their business in um, in Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Rolled by uh, Michigan State, 75 to 70. This is the seventh. This is the 27th win on the season for your Boilermakers. Um, one more win, and they'll be in pretty pretty rare air. I think I I went and looked and uh, checked the last time a uh, uh, a Purdue team had 28 wins going into the NCAA tournament was the um, the the great class with Haas and um, PJ and uh, Matthias, you know, that loaded up class, Vince Edwards, Vince Edwards. Um, so if Purdue wins one more game, if they win the championship, they'll get to 28 wins. That's pretty noteworthy. Um, that ties a record. That team finished the season with 30 wins after the after getting knocked out of the tournament. This team is obviously in a position where they can they can do some damage and get more than 30 wins. But it's noteworthy because that's that's 20 years. It's uh, an entire era I'd call uh, of Purdue basketball, and Purdue is is reaching a pretty pretty neat threshold. They're getting to a place where um, other teams never got there. Uh, like I said, Purdue handled their business. It went 75 to 70. Um, kind of a workmanlike win. The the lead shrunk in the closing minutes, but Michigan State could never get over the hump. Uh, Purdue played a really solid game. Jaden Ivey, um, he, he had a good game. He played he had some acrobatic shots, kind of injured himself a couple times. Keeps leaving his feet, you know this. Leaves his feet, doesn't have any plan on how to land. Um, and uh, he did that tonight, landed straight on his back. Though if you watch the play, <coughs> you'll see it. Uh, it's been on ESPN a bunch of times already. But if you watch the play, he actually goes behind his back into the teeth of three Michigan State players. So he brings the ball to them, which it would have been better to have it on his left, bring it out to his right, keep himself away from those guys. Instead, he goes right into them, draws the contact, hits the circus layup, no foul, of course, and um, and scores and um, he was he was quite a catalyst tonight. Played great. After after him, it was pretty even. Uh, Trey Williams had 15 points. Um, he had four rebounds, or pardon me, seven rebounds to match three assists. Um, but he had three turnovers. He he played a pretty sloppy brand of basketball in the first half. He was doing some things where kind of the stuff that gets him in trouble from time to time. Where much like Ivy, he leaves his feet sometimes. Doesn't know where it's going to go. Um, and when he faces up on a guy like 15, 17 feet. It's probably never, never the best plan of attack, but he did that a couple times. Sorry, I'm just checking uh, audio thing. Um, so Trey Williams had a, had a couple costly turnovers, but he's really the only guy that had a uh, had a handful of turnovers. First had two turnovers. After that, um, Ivy didn't have two. He just had one turnover, and then a couple other guys had one. Ivy finished with 22 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Excellent game. Uh, he shot the ball a lot. He was 50%, though, 7 for 14 from the field. 3.2 for 5. He, I think he was the first points in the, on the board for Purdue. He hit the first three of the game. Um, but uh, the, the, the <coughs> Purdue stopped a little uh, – Purdue started the game a little slowly, but they kind of got themselves in gear um, and figured some things out. Newman didn't play like a, I think a lot of us wanted to see that follow-up. Um, he had His first two or three threes were like in and out. He was 0 for 4 from 3, 0 for 6 from the field. They weren't bad-looking shots. They were within the offense. They weren't stupid. Uh, he only played uh, – he played 18 minutes, though. So he was important. He was pretty darn good on defense, too. So uh, I hope he keeps his minutes up. He seems to be playing well, and he's really close to knocking those down again, just like he did versus uh, Penn State. Uh, 
Uh, also noteworthy, Gillis had 10 points, 7 rebounds. Uh, Edie had 11 points, 10 rebounds. He was getting just the stuffing beaten out of him and, and wasn't drawing many whistles. Michigan State will use their fouls effectively. They'll use them all up. They'll use as many as they can. And I think they had a big man get uh, fouled out. They had a second big man with four fouls, a third big man with three fouls. Many of those were uh, right at Edie, just trying to contain him. But Edie still made a big difference on the game. Uh, Hunter uh, continues to play great. 11 points, uh, two for three from three. Um, the picture on today's post is him going up with his left over two players uh, after a pass. I believe it's the behind the back or underneath pass in the lane um, to Hunter where he was, he was just going right down the heart of the Michigan State defense. Just a great play. But like I said, Purdue is going to the championship, probably the biggest thing. And it's a chance for this team to get a, a second banner or a second ring or second whatever you want to call it. First one, of course, back in uh, November when they beat Villanova in that Cheez-It championship out in Connecticut. And it seems like this team deserves at least one more championship, if not two. And uh, this is nice to see this, that they're going to be in the position where they can actually do it. They'll play Iowa. Iowa's playing really well. Iowa... Um, Bohannon uh, banked in a three from probably 29 feet to beat IU. IU was playing really, really well. He absolutely ripped their heart out. But it wasn't just that shot, uh, that kind of lucky shot off the uh, off the glass. By the way, a guy that's that good of a shooter, it's not really luck. He puts the ball in the right vicinity. He heaved it up there, but he made the shot. Again, I, it's not a coincidence. It's not luck. This guy can shoot. Uh, but he also hit a couple big shots down the stretch. So did Keegan uh, Murray. Um, Purdue's going to have a hard time containing those guys. Iowa will throw the press at Purdue. Um, I'm expecting a, a better, uh, more free-flowing game offensively, but I do think Iowa's going to throw that press, and Hunter and company are going to have to do big things uh, handling that press. They're going to have to prove to us yet again that they can do it. I think they're going to see that in the NCAA tournament after they get their seeding. Remember, we are less than, right now, I am 22 hours away from the seedings coming out. It's uh, 8 o'clock, like I said. So 6 o'clock, usually they, you know, they drag their feet as they talk about the seedings. But we're less than 24 hours away from knowing where Purdue will play and when they will play. It feels to me like Purdue is locked in their seed one way or another. Uh, I tend to believe that they'll be the highest three seed where they stand right now, which would put them through Indianapolis and Chicago, pretty good place to be. But they could also be the lowest two. Um, Lenardi has edged them up to the two line. He's not the committee let's not forget that but he he's been pretty accurate so um we'll see i guess we'll see i'm going to check out if there's anybody here watching um yeah, i got a couple people morgan underhill says uh, newman was a beast on defense love the intensity uh didn't let shot uh shots falling uh drag him down and um that's awesome to see i agree um i think his his effort was excellent that's one thing that painter has knocked him a little bit on is that his um when the shots aren't falling, he doesn't He doesn't tend to play defense as hard, but that wasn't the case today. Uh, Theodore Berkey says, do you think uh, they will get a two-seed and to win tomorrow, or will we be stuck with a three since we haven't beaten a Tier 1 team in the tournament? Like I said, I think it's a three-seed. Um, I think Purdue kind of is a victim a little bit of the upsets in the Big Ten. That's a big deal. Uh, everybody knocking each other out and um, – Michigan State squirting through, and then Iowa getting through on the other side of the bracket. Didn't do Purdue much many favors, but let's not forget, Purdue has, one, has been one of the highest-ranked teams all season in the Big Ten, and um, at this point, I mean, go win the damn thing and uh, and let the chips fall where they may, but I don't think it's going to help their seeding all that much. 
Hope I'm wrong. Hope they're two. Hell, hope they're a one. I just don't think they're going to be. I think they're going to be a three, and uh, three coming through Indy would be a pretty nice place. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, Theodore Berkey says, good thing about this tourney is we can potentially hang the banner for this team if we win tomorrow. would be sad to hang nothing from the rafters for this team. And I agree, that cheese it banner and the pre-con uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't get you anywhere and isn't something you want to brag about. I don't think, I mean, it's nice, it's good, and it uh, set a tone for the season as we've talked about over and over, but it's really not, uh, that's not something I think uh, most of us uh, are too proud about. We're not going to say, remember that cheese at tournament in Connecticut in 10 years. But if they win a Big Ten tournament, I can tell you that when they won the Big Ten tournament last time with Kramer and Grant and the Baby Boilers, it was a big deal to me, and um, I think anytime Purdue ends a tournament as the champion and they are holding up a trophy and they're cutting down a net or whatever, and I think they will cut down nets for this if they win, that's a big deal, and I think we should appreciate that, appreciate those victories, and, and then uh, hope that they get the fortunate matchups, not necessarily the greatest seed, but the fortunate matchups that put them in a position to win. Um, Purdue's still got some problems. We all know it. They they. They have a hard time stopping dynamic dynamic scoring guards. Saw that today with Michigan State again. Um, what's his name? I'll uh, get it for you. Um, oh, shoot. Hogard from Michigan State. Um, he was very effective, and he was kind of uh, having his way with Purdue for, for, for minutes at a time. But it wasn't enough. He couldn't. They couldn't get over the hump, and Purdue exacted a bit of revenge on a team that they owed something to, and that was nice to see. So. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks to our pals at uh, Gridiron Metalworks, uh, Martin Vintage, and AJ's for helping us make this possible. Um, so uh, those guys are great. All Purdue families. So I know I say it all the time. If you tune in all the time, you've heard it. But it's true. It's legit. So um, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, check us out on Twitter. I've been pretty punchy the last two days. Uh, Jay actually posted something. I'm not even going to tell you which post was his, but got a lot of run. Um, but Jay jumped on the Twitter feed, which he didn't do as much as he used to, and um, and he posted something about uh, I'm not gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, but it's pretty cool and nice to see, and uh, we're gonna have a lot of content. Purdue wins the championship, I would think we're gonna get uh, the gears turning, and um, we're all ready for the postseason. I can tell you that, just like your Boilermakers are. Have a great day, hammer down, God bless you, and we will see you probably tomorrow evening.